All right, Evie. Ah, hello, la- ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, and welcome to Real Present, the Real Presence Live Drive. We are in the final hour of our second day, and we have some uh, gifts to report, and uh, we have some great guests lined up here. You don't you don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this. Uh, but first of all, we want to start off with a, a youth prayer and. Uh, I'm, my name is Mike Kidrowski, and I'm here with Father Craig Kovash, the dean, or, or no, Father Craig Holcalter. Uh, I got the wrong pastor. Father Craig Holcalter is here. He's the dean of students. And uh, Father, go ahead. And uh, we have an, one excellent student here from Trinity High School. Yeah, we have another one, Mike. Thank you for that. Thanks for the introduction. It's been a great and a rush of an hour. Well, we only got an hour left, and our goal for this is $2,000. Is that right, That's Mike? Right. You're going to update us with some recent gifts right. after we bring Grace into this hour because we, we definitely need it. Ryan Jensen, Miss Jensen, is here from Trinity Junior High. She, Ryan is going to pray for us the standard, which is a prayer uh, written by one of the administrators here at the Junior High and High School that students pray, I would say, frequently, but not all the time. It has a potent punch to it. It's been said a couple of years ago on a live drive. Ryan, if you could please pray with all of us the Titan Standard. Go for it, Ryan. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The decision has been made. I won't look back, let up, slow down, back away, or be still. My mind is here to know. My past is redeemed, what I do now is expected, and my future is in God's hands. I am done with immaturity, wind and talk, and selfishness. I'm not in the halls for the looks, on the court for popularity, or on the stage for applause. I don't have to be right, first, recognized, praised, or rewarded. My body is for Him. I now live by faith. I lean on Christ's presence. I work for His glory, pray for His power, and play in His wonder. My direction is set. My goal is heaven. My father is reliable. My mother is confident. And my soul is ready. I do not compromise for others' sake. I will not flinch in the face of sacrifice. Complain when my, when my way is not done. Laugh with sin or mess with mediocrity. I won't fall into rudeness or overlook kindness. Knowing that I can make a difference. I am a titan. I set the standard. I follow the mission of the gospel. I must go until God comes. Learn for the sake of truth. Act so good can be done. And honor his power when mine is not enough. And when he looks to me for a task, he does not hesitate. He knows my heart is strong and the expectation will be made. I am a titan. I set the standard. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ryan, thank you for that. You're a seventh grader and you read that beautifully. You have to tell us, so share with many listeners on tonight's Live Drive, Ryan. What's your favorite class, seventh grade class? English. Why English? You lit up. Folks, if you were able to see here, if you were here in the studio at the junior high and high school in, here at Trinity and Dickinson, you, her face lit up. Why, why English, Ryan? The teacher is really kind and funny, and I love reading and everything about it. Well, those are three great reasons. Nice. Kind, funny teacher, and you love to read. Don't lose that love, Ryan. It's going gonna, it's gonna to pay rewards. You have a great night, Ryan. Thank you so much for visiting us. You too. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> See you, Ryan. Thank you very much, Ryan. God bless. And uh, folks, uh, again, the number to call with your gift is 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. 
And uh, again, uh, folks, uh, we are on our last hour of the second day of our live drive. We've had some gifts that have come in the last uh, half hour. We have to catch up. And uh, uh, those being... uh, uh, those being uh, Lawrence from Fargo, thank you very much for your one-time gift. Christy and Josh from Fargo, thank you uh, for your gift. Stephen from Moose Lake, uh, thank you very much for calling in. And George from Kilder with a disciple-level uh, gift, thank you. And uh, George wants that in memory of his wife, uh, Trudy. And uh, Kelly from Dunn Center comes in with a messenger-level gift. Thank you very much, Kelly. God bless you. And this is for the Incredible Parish Challenge, uh, credited to St. Joseph's in Kildare. And then, uh, uh, Father Craig, we had an anonymous uh, donor that came in, gave us $102, and uh, we thank him for that, that gift. And that was very, very kind. So... uh, up next, folks, we have, uh, we have some guests that we will introduce here in just uh, a minute. But I just wanted to uh, uh, mention that in honor of our Feast of Our Lady of the Holy Rosary, all donors at all levels today will be entered into win a rosary. Two rosaries will be given away every hour. The rosary contains a third-class relic, a, p- a piece of cloth that has been touched to Jesus' tomb at the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem. It also has been touched to a reliquary of the Twelve Apostles. It's a beautiful rosary that can be used each and every day. And we had some challenge gifts that we secured previous to, uh, previous to the uh, live drive. And uh, one of those challenge gifts came uh, from Paul and Lori uh, from Dickinson in honor of the dedicated clergy and staff at Dickinson Trinity Catholic Schools. So thank you very much, uh, Paul and Lori, for your gift. And the number to call is 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. Okay, um, Father Craig, why don't you have the honors and introduce our next two guests. I love to. It's the Schweitzer family, Mike. Thank you for that, for the introduction to the introduction. We are joined in studio, uh, folks, with Deb Schweitzer and her daughter, Ginny Hamilton. The Schweitzers know, and I think I'm going to turn to you, Deb, to lead us off uh, for this hour. You certainly know that the mission of the family is to grow and to share the gospel and the gospel of love. You have done that in a very unique way by staying dedicated to our Lord in the church and raising children of your own, like Ginny next to you, uh, happily married, which is why the name changed, Ginny Hamilton, not Ginny Schweitzer. I made that mistake when she walked in the school, (laughs) and she's smiling and laughing silently. Thanks for that that kindness, Ginny. Deb, talk to us about this, how the additional children, as the script says, invited you and your husband, Todd, to be more generous. Talk to us about your experience of adoption in raising so many kids and in the faith. Well, the first thing I want to start off with is an extension of what Monsignor said. Um, I, I would not be alive. Todd would not be alive. Our souls would not be alive if it, mm. if, if it were not for um, our faith, our Catholic faith. 
both of our parents took in foster children. Mm. Um, Andy and Marge Schweitzer and Bismarck took in foster kids. My dad was a janitor here at Dickinson High School, and he wow. didn't technically take in foster kids, but I remember him finding a boy sleeping on the stage, and he brought him home, and his parents didn't want him, and they said, we'll give you some beef if you take care of him, and then somebody else sent someone and and so i remember that it wasn't technically foster kids so when todd and i got married um i want to go back to this when we first got married i went to catholic school i mean to public school todd went to catholic school and i grew up byzantine catholic so very different frame of reference into our faith life initially um we both were very strong marian people very faithful um but when it started todd was always very firm on we're going to tithe we're going to do the right things and we didn't have any money but he was always like we need to be generous we can't outdo god in generosity and when we moved to dickinson the opportunity came up to do foster care Mm. and it wasn't about anything but um a ministry for us we didn't have a lot of finances so we wanted to do something different and our first foster child came when Ginny was two i think and um it was an eye-opening experience because I think she beat Ginny up. I'm trying to remember. She did. <laughs> <laughs> but we've, I don't know the number. We had kept track, like a little scrapbook of foster kids, just a picture and their name. And then we had a house fire in 2000 where we lost everything. And we lost that book. But oh. I think, you know, I, I not, but that's okay. Because doing foster care is not about me. It's about me being God's hands and feet. And, and we talk about that with our kids. Um, I bet if I asked Ginny, what did I tell you every day when you walked out the door, what did I say? Be Jesus. Yeah, be Jesus for be somebody's Jesus. day. She knew that pretty Beautiful. well. I, know. I say it to my kids. Yeah. All right. Um, and, and I think that's the challenge. There is a real need for people to um, be Christ to others, especially these children that are traumatized. Um, we've had over 150 kids, I think, we counted. Um, and, and I we, think we lost count somewhere around 120 yeah. with actual, like, remembering their yeah. names. Yeah. <laughs> During COVID, we had five extra kids this spring um, just because of things that were going on in Dickinson. Um, and we're not perfect. I mean, we've had our family struggles. We have a son who struggled with addiction, um, who is very compassionate to that, which opened my eyes even more to these parents who are struggling. Um, they're just hurting, and, and they just... Um, need help. And and so when people look at this, and I get people all the time to say, oh, I can do that. I couldn't be a foster parent. I wouldn't want to do that. I, I couldn't let him go. And I, in, in a way, it could be offensive, but I think that's okay. It's not about me. It's about giving them one piece of love that they maybe have to take with them that they'll remember. Um, right now, we are blessed. We've had our 16-year-old daughter who's a junior and our 10-year-old son who's a fifth grader that we've adopted. Our youngest birth child is 25. Molly teaches at the cathedral in Bismarck. That's just fantastic. Yeah. So people, our friends are all off um, going to Florida and whatever. My classmates' kids are in my siblings' (laughs) class. Yeah. Last night I took Ty to football and, and, and God bless him. Somebody came down and um, stood and said, oh, Grandma's even helping out tonight. And Ty goes, she's not my grandma. So I'm like, oh, I'm his mom. But, I, but anyway. Deb, I want to talk to you about those pieces. Uh, folks, 877 is the number. Uh, 
to follow this lead, this point of generosity and, and how it grows uh, by, by, by way of love, 877-795-0122. Deb, you talked about these pieces of love. And I want from, from to, ch- from her child's eyes, Ginny, you're now, if you don't mind me asking you, as a, I know you're a woman, but I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> I'm <but>. 32. <laughs> no, see, I didn't really ask it. I just asked if I could ask it. Okay. <laughs> 32, Ginny, you're raising your own family. And certainly just by the few minutes you've had with your mom here in the studio here, in the in Trinity High School, there's authentic love and it's a wonderful mother-daughter relationship. But talk to us about you. You know, you're counting with your mom. You're seeing these kids come in. You're growing up. You're going through school. You're going through your friendships. You get married. You raise your own family. What has it done for your life? It, ha- it had to have made it an impact. Huge. I mean, I'm. I mean, my mom is obviously one of my best friends. I've made it a point in my life to stay close to her, not only in proximity, but in relationship. Um, Her and my dad have been such an influence on myself Mm. and my husband as well. Um, My husband and I, he moved here from New York. He was, you know, raised Catholic to the point of um, confirmation. And then it was kind of a do what you want. So when we first got together, I think that was something he's always said that's drawn him to myself and our family was our faith and how strong we were in that. Um, and for us, you know, where my mom was at you know, with my dad, my husband has kind of stepped into that same role. The way I see him, he's become such a faith leader for our family. And it's fun to see how my family is growing much like my parents did. And we like to emulate them in what we're doing. Um, we have a four-year-old daughter and a two-year-old son and another son due here in a couple months. Congratulations. And thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Um, and we actually, it's, it was a bittersweet night in our house. Actually, our first long-term foster child moved home yesterday. Um, so like my mom said, a lot of that, you know, we've had that influence there. My husband and I started probably when our daughter was... A year and a half, we started doing some respite care and foster care as well, just to have, it was something we felt called to as well. And like mom said, having a brother who had an addiction history, it definitely played a role. We, in a weird way, got a whole different view on foster care with this child we just had. Um, Most often, we don't know the biological parents. You know, you know maybe what their history was, but you don't know them. COVID threw that for a loop because we did virtual visits with our our foster daughter's mom. So we really got to know her in that four months we were doing those virtual visits. So when she went home yesterday, I got to take her to, you know, to see her mom before they went back to Bismarck. And her mom just said, you know, you've been such a positive influence. Thank you. It's going to be hard not to keep in touch with you. I hope you don't mind if we send you pictures, call you. And it's, you know, it's like, it's, it's a bittersweet moment to know, like, you know, we did have an influence on this child. We got to, you know, play that out. We got to see that, you know, love that Christ gave us. We got to give that to her. Um, and her mom was so appreciative. Her mom, her and I had a conversation one time about how she was, she went to Catholic school as grade school. And then she fell away from the church with it when a lot of things happened. She said, thank you for taking my daughter to church. Thank her. Thank you for exposing her to that. She said, because mm-hmm. I don't know that if you hadn't done that, she goes, I might, I'm going to try. You know, I'm going to try yeah. and show that to her. So yeah. it's definitely been a big thing for That's us. That's a beautiful story, mm-hmm. Jenny. Thank you. Uh, we're visiting with Deb Schweitzer and Jenny Hamilton from Dickinson. And uh, uh, we are so appreciative of them sharing their faith story. Uh, the number to call is 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. And we did have some, uh, uh, we did light up the phones here. We did have Andrew from Dickinson that called in with a one-time gift. 
And uh, the message from Andrew is Queen of Peace to win. Fund Queen of Peace uh, Incredible <laughs> Parish Challenge. Yeah. So thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much, Andrew. We appreciate that. And uh, God bless you. So, uh, uh, Father Kovach, two outstanding Father Hochalter, sorry. He'll, he'll get my name right, but <laughs> he's got 42 minutes I left. Got, he'll yeah, get it right. yeah. Mike, uh, I'll keep you calling you by your name. I'll okay, God bless you. Thank name. you. You're very kind. <laughs> but am. anyway, we have these two outstanding ladies here, Father. Uh, uh, we do. outstanding stories they have. You know, Deb, I wanted to, um, you, you quoted Monsignor right away when you sat down, and then you said something about being... Um, as a, as a mother and foster mother, uh, God's hands and feet, mm-hmm. um, and you express it in a, in a really sincere way of the faith moving you to this. God, mm-hmm. say more of that. Uh, say more of how you and, and, and Todd were really inspired by by the grace of God to do this time and time. I mean, we're, when you're talking 120, you you can't make that up, and that's not that's not man made. I think the only way I can say it is Todd and I have always been very faithful mass goers. Um, mm. it, even when it's very unpopular, we would be at the lake. I can remember stories of going camping with cousins or other relatives, and we get up and go to church, and they're like, you know, it, 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 they wouldn't go to church, you know, but we did. And just that persistence of taking our kids and being faithful. And, it, and we're not perfect. I mean, not at all. But we knew that. If we go to reconciliation, if we get the sacraments, if we go to mass, um, we love adoration. Uh, I, I think parents need to take their children to adoration and encourage them. I think they all, all of my kids can tell you the story because they would go to college and call me and, you know, I, sorry, Molly, if you're listening, I'm picking on you a little bit. <laughs> Molly calls a lot or she would call and say, oh, it's so terrible and this is happening and I don't know what to uh-huh. do. And I'd listen and I'd say, you know what I'm going to tell you, don't you? Yes, go to adoration and do a Ben Franklin tea. Um, it's something we taught our kids when they were little to write all the pros and cons of a decision they have to make while they're in adoration. Make that decision, and you don't change your mind. That is marvelous. Well, because you're in a, a spot of consolation. And if you leave there, um, the devil's going to work on you, and he's going to want you to change your mind. Um, so those are tools that Todd and I have used for years. Um, we're not perfect, um, but we try really hard to give our kids a nugget of something. And even our foster kids, I have a really fun, quick story. We had these two amazing, sweet little Hispanic girls. I know their dad isn't listening. He was with the Mexican mafia, I think. And the guy was um, kind of scary, but he loved us because we took care of his babies. Of and he, I remember when they were when we saw him one time, he hugged me and he said, Miss Deb, if you ever need anything taken care of, you call me. And I don't know what that meant, but it was a little scary. Um, but these, you just smiled back. <laughs> I did. But these girls um, loved going to church, loved Mass. They were Catholic, but they'd never gone their whole life. And then they left us to live with a cousin, and they... um they didn't go to church, but the girls would ask to go to Mass when they they moved to Florida. And they would sing, what was it they sang in church so loud? It was in, um, I don't even remember. I, it was a part of the Mass. And anyway, it, they. I just like to think <laughs> that beautiful. as parents or foster parents, or we are called to challenge our kids. We're not called to be, you know, I see so, it's really hard, and I don't mean this offensive, um, I'm 60. And a lot of... I didn't ask you that, by the way. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't mind saying it. It's comfortable. She's but our grandma. <laughs> our, our teenage and 10-year-old daughter, you know, we're a lot older than their friend's parents. And, and, and they're beautiful people. I've met so many wonderful people. But 
I know I'm in a different place because I could die tomorrow. And if I do, I'm okay. You know, I'm, I'm really at peace. But, um, but what I was going to say is I, I, um, I'm more disciplinarian than friend. So I'm not afraid to say, um, you know, Ty, that that's wrong, and you're in a lot of trouble, and you need to go to reconciliation right now, you know, or whatever. And I'm I'm not saying the parents told. I'm saying that's been a big tool, you know. Or um, God bless him, his teacher. They just did a, a something in his class with an egg, and it was his soul, and he had to protect his soul for 24 hours. That's they a wrapped. great activity. I don't know which teacher did it. If it was Mrs. Emter, I think, but he was soul guarding this egg in his soul last night, and we were talking about his soul last night. You know, so trying, I remember when the kids were younger, and Jenny, maybe you can share this, at supper, we would talk about what did you talk about in Mr. Kowash's religion class, and that would be our supper talk for the night. You know, just little things like that. Um, I I just found, I mean, we've had struggles, but those things kind of helped get us through it. I think it's wonderful that you come down to the sacraments and living a sacramental mm-hmm. life, Deb. You, you started with it and you just ended with it, uh, being faithful to the Mass and receiving that grace in the Eucharist, and certainly bringing your kids up in a Catholic school helped to reinforce uh, and and to support what we're doing in a Catholic school. And I and I thank you for that for being such long time parents of Catholic school children. Ginny, you smiled there. Uh, what do you think? Can you name just a couple of things? Be um, you know before I transition to Mike again. What are some of those nuggets that you can remember from your childhood? Now that you're doing as a mother and wife, you know when your mom speaks that way. Uh, you know, you responded just in your in your nonverbals. I I think about it. I mean, like I said, my daughter's only four, but she's in the pre kindergarten class, so she gets to go to mass every week. So just seeing that change in the questions she's, she's asking and the things I remember my mom telling me, but that you know, be Jesus to someone today. My daughter already knows how to say that. You know, she's like, "Are we being Jesus?" You know, and a four year old <laughs> mind that's so literal. Um, so for her, that's such a big thing. I even think, you know, my grandpa passed away going to the funeral, the questions that my daughter has asked since then. And, and the things I listened to that I'm like, my mom said this to me, my mom said this to me, but that the piece of adoration that's in my head all, all the time, you know, if I'm having a bad day or something and she says it, I pass queen of peace. I pass St. Pat's. I drive all the time for my job. I stop in for five minutes, you know, just take it to Jesus today. Just take it to that. And that is the big thing. And this is when we were talking about with my grandpa passing. He said this to everyone, um, and it's stuck in my head too, but he always said, stay close to Jesus because I love you so much, and he loves you more than I ever can. Mm -hmm. So just that little line is always with us. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us, we are live from uh, Trinity High School in uh, Dickinson, North Dakota. We are in the final uh, 35 minutes of our live drive on day two of this fall's live drive. And the number to call in your pledge is 877 Folks, this is a mission critical, this is a mission critical appeal. We are 100% listener supported. Without you, we don't exist. Without you, uh, we cannot continue to give the uh, to, uh, to to send the gospel and love of Jesus Christ to our audience and uh, uh, folks, we get uh, emails and letters and phone calls on a weekly basis about conversions and reversions uh, uh, marriages being saved so we, it it is working. And we would appreciate your uh, your gift of support this evening. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one 
2-2. And we have some uh, folks that lit up the phones recently. We have John from Grand Forks uh, calling in at the uh, messenger level. Thank you very much, John. God bless you. And Jason and Christina from Richardson, North Dakota, calling in at the evangelist level. Thank you very much. And again, that number, 877-795-0122. We have a few more minutes with uh, these two faith-filled ladies. Uh, uh, again, uh, we're visiting with Deb Schweitzer and her daughter, Ginny Hamilton from Dickinson. And... Uh, Father, this has been such gratifying stories, faith-filled stories that these ladies are sharing. It's just touching the hearts. Uh, yeah, and I want to go, uh, first off, I extend our condolences on behalf of Real Presence Radio for your loss last week. Mm-hmm. Um, know that we'll pray uh, for the repose of the soul of your... Auntie Schweitzer. Uh, thank you for that, for your father-in-law and your grandpa, um, Deb and Ginny. If you could sit... If you could say, you know, as we near the end of this segment, Deb, um, what do you hand off to other parents, parent to parent? You know, I, I think there's real wisdom there. <laughs> it's funny how you're, you're, they ask, you know, oh, they're grandma, and it's, and it's ties, it's your, <laughs> ties your son. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. And yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. But what do you say to, you know, if you can sit down over a cup of coffee, what do you, what, what's your wisdom to, to younger parents that, that need the wisdom that, where do I go? It's you know, they want their kids to have the faith. They want their kids to know Jesus. You've done mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and done it well. Mm-hmm. Well, thank Share you. some wisdom. You know, I, and I, I've had that happen. You know, it, it was interesting when Luke went through his first treatment program. Sorry. I, and, and how many parents showed up at our door of teenagers at Trinity or kids we knew or Dickinson, whatever, it doesn't matter, who said, we're having a tough time with our kid. You know, can you guys relate? And it was nightly. And I said to Todd, we should put ad in the bulletin. Um, I do you have a kid who's struggling? Let's have coffee. But what I say is, you know what? Take them to Christ in your heart. Uh-huh. You know, he wants to be there. He wants to love on them. Like my father-in-law, Andy, said, more than I can. But you have to just give it to Christ because I can't do it. I have to detach with love. I have to, you have to detach, but give them guidance. With love is with Christ. Detach and, with love. I yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Deb. Absolutely. Yes, and we, we certainly want to thank uh, uh, Deb Schweitzer and Ginny Hamilton uh, to uh, uh, thank thank you very much, ladies, for coming thank in you. and sharing fun. your story. Yes, it was fun. Uh, we'll do it again. Yes. We'll do it again. <laughs> uh, you're uh, listening to Real Presence Radio. We are on our live drive. Uh, the number to call is 877 795 0122. And uh, right now we're going to uh, send it back to Eli at the mothership in Fargo. He's got some live reads for us, Eli. Hey, thanks, Mike. I just want to remind folks that we've got some great sponsors for these hours of the Live Drive. Today's fall Live Drive broadcast from Dickinson, North Dakota, on the Real Presence Radio Network is brought to you in part by Fisher Industries. Fisher Industries serves all aspects of the aggregate processing industry, from the design and fabrication of aggregate equipment to processing and end use of aggregate materials. Fisher Industries can be found online at fisherind.com. And today's live drive broadcast from Dickinson, North Dakota on the Real Presence Radio Network is also brought to you in part by Flex Furniture and Appliances. With locations in Bismarck and Dickinson, Flex has appliances for all budgets and furniture that will last a lifetime. For more information, you can go to flexonline.com. 
And we've also got another great sponsor. Today's sponsoring today's Fall Live Drive broadcast from Dickinson. It's Advanced Collision Center. Advanced Collision Center Center offers services ranging from major collision repair to paintless dent removal and fiberglass repair and have access to all OEM manufacturers' parts. They can be reached at 701-458-5128. We'll be right back with more of the Fall Live Drive right here on The Real Presence Radio Network. (music) 